You're listening to With a Little Help from My Friends. Today we are interviewing Henry. Hi, Henry. Hello. How's it going? Good. Thank you so much for being here. Honestly, this topic is something that it hits a little bit harder at home for all of us, I think. We're going to be talking about what it's like to be the children of divorced parents. And so we reached out to Henry to help us with this conversation because all of us have divorced parents. Okay, so this is my first time meeting Henry because Bree and Henry know each other. So Henry, will you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your story and kind of what you're doing with your life right now? Sure, yeah. Um, so I am from Idaho, a little town called Caldwell. It's just outside of Boise. Um, lived there my whole life. Um, and currently I am just, I'm going to BYU. Um, haven't officially decided what I'm going to study yet, but I'm definitely leaning in the direction of something in the business school. Um, but yeah, right now I'm just kind of feeling the waters and figuring out what, what I like. Okay, so when did your parents get a divorce or decide to get a divorce? So my parents got a divorce when I was 14. It was the summer right before my freshman year of high school. So Kiana, how old were you? I was 14. 14? Yeah, my parents had maybe thought about separating and divorcing when I was a little bit younger, like 12, but they ultimately decided to separate when I was around 14, 15. It was pivotal years. So it didn't, it didn't come as a complete surprise when they actually Oh, were heavens no. <laughs> I was in seventh grade, and I would seriously be in the car with my dad, and I'd tell him that if him and my mom ever got divorced, I was going with him. And then I, but it's funny, because I love both my parents. I don't know why. Maybe I just thought I needed to take care of him or something. I don't know. But it did not come as, as a shock. I think I always knew that they would probably get divorced. It was just a matter of when, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or I don't know. Well, it's different because all of us have divorced parents, but when your parents fight and you just ask them, are you guys getting a divorce? I would always do that and panic as a child. Not really, because my dad would always say, no, we're not getting a divorce. And then the next day would go on. Yeah. But, oh yeah, it did not come as a shock to me. Hmm. Do you think it came for, as a shock for you? Um, I mean, yes, in a way. I mean, they, my parents also would have their, their quarrels, but... Um, I, I definitely thought that they were probably going to wait till we were at least raised and out of the house. So, in a way, it did. It came as a shock. And are you the youngest? No, I have one younger brother. Younger brother. How many siblings do you have? I have four siblings total, one younger brother and three older brothers. Lots of boys. And are they married, your older brothers? The three older are, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I was 10, and... I think initially it came as a shock. Looking back, I, def I should have realized maybe that things weren't as great as I thought they were. Um, but yeah, I think it, kind of, it came as a pretty big shock for me, mm -hmm. at least. Brie, how many siblings do you have? I have an older sister and a little brother. How old's your older sister? She's 29, and then my little brother's 16. And you're 22? I'm 22, so we're, we're pretty far apart. Kinda how many siblings do you have? I have two, so I have a younger brother and a younger sister. My sister's 19 and my brother is 16. 
Did your parents ever sit you down and say, we are getting a divorce? Um, so the way it happened with us is we, um, so I'm, I'm Mormon and we went to the stake president, which is, um, for those who don't know, it's, he's, he's kind of a, he's one of the leaders over several different, um, congregations and, um, and as a family with the stake president, they, they broke the news to us. Oh, That's when I first heard. So, I, I remember it was a long, awkward drive there, and I remember thinking, like, what's that? What's going on? And then, yeah, it was with is the there, stake president. Is there a reason why they decided to do it there? Do you know? I don't know. They, they, they did not. I think they just thought it would be easier that way, I have to assume, for the stake president. I'm guessing the stake president probably offered to say, I will, we can do it together if that would make it easier, is my guess. Because we were pretty close with him as a family anyway. Okay. And so, yeah, it was, that, I think that's what they felt was the best way to do it. Did yours break? <laughs> no. Not Your that I can remember. No, I, sh I remember they had gotten, I just remember one night they were in an argument and I stayed at my grandma's house that night. And then I remember I went back home and my dad wasn't there. And I'm sure, I'm sure my mom had said something to me. I can't imagine her not, but I don't remember her saying anything. But I do remember that weekend I went to Target with my dad. Like he picked me up and we went to Target and he bought me a Littlest Pet Shop toy and um, told me that he had gotten, he was getting an apartment and that he wasn't gonna live with us anymore. And that that's all that I really remember them telling me that they were, were you like divorced. sad. I remember being, I don't in that moment. I don't think I was sad, but I remember there's a specific moment. I remember being at school and I was really on right. We were playing Foursquare and all. <laughs> oh my gosh! I hope one of my friends. I hope Riley Bringhurst or. Um, Becca Greenhall are listening because they were there. I was just being super mean to everybody on the playground and they like sat me down like you're being really mean and you're being a brat. Why? And I remember telling them that my parents were getting divorced and being sad about it. But that's yeah I remember being a little bit sad in elementary school. About it? Yeah. Did yours ever like sit you down? Mm, yeah they did. And I, I think I, because I was the oldest, I clued into things more. Um, and I'd always been really close with both of my parents, and so I think, I don't know, they're just open. They're just always an open environment. Some kids never go sit on their parents' bed. That was where we gathered with them. I don't know. But they sat us down in the living room on our leather couch, all three of us, and told us that they were, and they, I think they both cried. They were emotional. Um, but they wanted us to know that it wasn't our fault, and it was nothing that we did, and that they loved us, and that wouldn't change, and I don't know. My dad didn't move out for a while, <clears throat> probably because he didn't want to. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just a rough situation to have to leave your family, but... Um, mm -hmm. Ultimately, that's, I think, just what they decided would be best for all of us. And so he moved and got an apartment. 
um, just like 10, 15 minutes away. And so then we started going and spending time with him on the weekends and weeknights. And anyway, we don't need to get into that, but. So is it, was it common where you guys grew up for people to get divorced? Were your friends having to go through the same things you were? Or is it, are you, were you one of the, or were you one of the first ones? Um, I definitely knew people that were going through the same thing, but it wasn't common. Idaho's pretty conservative and traditional, so. Idaho. Yeah. Yep. They, those Idaho families. <laughs> <laughs> For yeah. you, was it, did you have a lot of friends that were, had parents that were getting divorced? I was one of the first ones. Okay. I definitely remember being one of the first ones and not really knowing what to expect. I think I had an acquaintance that had, had their parents divorced. I didn't really know them very well, but none of my friends had that. They all had parents that were together. Some of them had parents that were deployed. Um, and we actually had a couple of friends' parents who passed away from cancer and different things. But I hadn't had friends that were divorced. And I think it was weird for my friends. I don't know if you guys ever felt that way, but I think my friends didn't know what to say to me and if I wanted oh, to yeah. talk about it. And so yeah. that's kind of like a stigma that people don't want to ask you. And I think people kind of jump in to help you and sometimes you don't want help. Yeah, do you feel like they acted weird around you? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to remember. I don't think... I think... The way it was with my friends, I think they were just like, hey, we're here for you, man. If you need anything, let us know. But then, you know, we just kind of moved on and, and just went on with life as we were before. Yeah. So. It's, because when I was little, I don't know if I thought about it that much. Because I think initially I thought, okay, yeah, I'm sad that I'm not going to see my dad as much as I want. And... And things like that, but in my head, I'm thinking, well, I'm getting two Christmases <laughs> and <laughs> two Thanksgivings, and I, I remember in high school, sorry, mom and dad, but I would tell my mom I was at my dad's, and I'd tell my dad I was at my mom's, <laughs> and I would be somewhere else, like hanging out with friends or whatever. Oh, nice. But there definitely are benefits to divorced parents. Um, people always say that to me. <laughs> people would always there, say that. Look at the bright side. Pros <laughs> and cons. People would always tell me that as like a joke. They'd say, well, now you get two Christmases, and that's way better. And I'm like, look at that. As you're thinking, crying. I would rather have a family <laughs> together. I, one time a year that I benefit from that. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a good day, I love though. my two Christmases. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Yeah, two Christmases is the best. <laughs> I freaking love it. It's great. But it's not something that I think of. Honestly, now, I don't think of it about it as much. I think in high school, is something that I thought about a lot. Mm-hmm. But now it's just part of life. It's something that happened, and here we are. How often do you think about it, Henry? Um, nowadays, I don't think about it that often, just because things have changed um, in that regard. My dad actually, he passed away a year and a half ago, and so that definitely is just a whole different obstacle to tackle. But 
when I was in high school, I would think about it pretty frequently. Um, especially, I mean, you guys know, like when you're going from being with your mom to being with your dad, it's just a constant reminder of the fact that they're not together anymore. And so you think about it a lot. And, um, yeah. How did it affect you the most? Um, that was definitely the first life experience where you learn that sometimes bad things happen to you even though you didn't do anything to deserve it. That was the first time I experienced something like that. And so, um, I, I mean, I feel like at 14, I don't know if I can say that's a young age to experience that, but um, it definitely kind of ma matured me in a way. Whereas, you know, some of my other friends, they, not to say that their lives weren't hard, I mean, because I don't, I don't know what they were going through personally, but, um, but they just hadn't quite had something at that, like, large of a scale of a hard thing. Definitely. I agree. I really felt that I had to grow up really fast and take on a lot of responsibility just around my house with helping my parents. Um, I think I became, in some ways, a mediator. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but I, I was definitely that. And... It just, it just, it made me grow up and mature a lot faster. And I thought a lot more about real life things and relationships and how they work. And, and that was hard as a teenager because I didn't, I didn't have that experience of just getting to enjoy being a teenager. It was kind of a stressful time in my life. No, I completely agree with that. And I think a big thing, for me at least, it changed my relationship with my parents. I, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but when you're a kid, you think your parents can do no wrong, mm -hmm. and they are your superheroes, and they're perfect in your eyes, and unfortunately that, and it has to come at some point, but that changed definitely when my parents separated and it all started, so... You, got, you were able to see your parents' weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And that is something you don't ever want to see when you're a kid, I don't think. Yeah, yeah they're definitely, they're, like as a kid, the one like sure thing is your parents. You can trust them. And then when, they, when you see that your parents mess up, then yeah, it kind of rocks your world a little bit. And I, I mean, looking back, I feel bad. I was definitely kind of a, a punk teenager sometimes. Um, but I, I mostly stayed with my mom. Because um, my dad, he was a truck driver, so he was often gone anyway. But So I'm with my mom. I see that she messes up. And so when a mother trying to, you know, tell me to do things, I, I feel like I, most teenagers will kind of fight back because, you know, that's how teenagers are sometimes. But I definitely... Um, was a little more um, resistant, I think, just because I was like, you, you messed up, so why do I need to listen to you? Yeah. That was kind of my mentality. From about age 14 till my senior year, which was when I realized life was moving on and I needed to decide who I wanted to be, and I didn't like how I was acting, and so that's when I kind of changed, decided to improve my relationship with my parents. 
I used to think that my parents couldn't make mistakes or that, well, they, they could make mistakes, but I just for a long time didn't think that they did any wrong. And so the first couple times that they did make mistakes, I was pretty hard on them. And I don't know if that's just my personality, that I'm hard on myself and so I was hard on them. But I remember my mom kind of teaching me, you know, I have to grow, I have to learn, I'm gonna make mistakes, I'm not perfect. And the same thing goes for my dad, you know, they're both human at the end of the day. And so I don't expect them to be perfect. Obviously you have to learn and grow and evolve and I think both of them have done that. And I also just want to add in a little section to say that this podcast isn't to bash our parents or make them feel bad for the choices they made or maybe how we felt as kids, but more just to talk about it, to let other people know how it feels so that they're not alone or to give people an insight onto how <laughs> what it's like to come from a divorced family and how each circumstance is different. Breeze is different. Henry's is different, mine's different, and some things are easier to talk about than others. Also, so we're right now we're kind of talking about what divorce was like as a kid. Now that we're adults, I think it affects me in a completely different way, especially especially in dating. Holy crap. <laughs> oh guys. Amen. <laughs> Retweet. Dating is a rough thing. It is rough for anybody, but as an adult now, as an adult now and trying to see myself, I don't know, do you guys see yourself being in a happy marriage relationship? Definitely. Yes? Yeah. What about you, Kiana? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I do. I, I want that. Mm -hmm. It scares me. It's the goal, right? Mm -hmm. But I, I'm picky. Not I'm picky, <laughs> but I just am very observant hesitant. of things. Not even hesitant. Not hesitant? Okay. Well, okay, maybe a little bit hesitant, but I'm observant. Mm -hmm. Some people don't look at how people handle their money or how their relationships, yeah. conflict styles, things like that. I pay attention to those things, and I can go on dates with people and think, that will not work for me in my life because that will be a trigger for me, or that will stress me out all the time. That's something that is an insecurity from my childhood, but that's also because I'm going into psychology and therapy, so that's a whole other <laughs> issue aside from the work that I probably think about those things. I'm not but, going into those things, yeah. but I could say I'm similar where I'm, I definitely am, am looking for things like, is that something that I'm going to be able to, you know, I guess the best word is put up with, because everyone, yeah. everyone's going to have some sort of um, habit that is going to bother you a little bit. Right. There's no such thing as a perfect match. And so right. you're definitely, I, I'm definitely a lot more cautious in relationships and, um, yeah, just looking out for those, those red flags that would deter me from staying with that person. Yeah, and it's, it's not even a bad thing. It's just... You're more, I think you're just a little bit more self-aware of your needs and the other person's needs. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a bad thing. Henry and I were actually having a conversation about fears of dating, what was it, like a week ago? Yeah. Like a week ago. 
And one of my friends said that he is scared that he's going to be dating someone and then something better will come along and he'll just, he's kind of scared of commitment. Mm -hmm. He has the FOMO of dating, which I think I have as well. Wait, tell people what FOMO is FOMO. in case they don't know. <laughs> For my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> FOMO is fear of missing out. It is a, it's a, it's a fear basically of commitment and of missing out on something better. And that's definitely something I have because I'm terrified that, because I do, I, I think I fall for, I fall for people pretty fast and Kiana's laughing because she <laughs> knows this is true. And, but then, but they usually last a couple weeks and then I'm done. I'm <laughs> over it. <laughs> Like, I don't, it's bad, guys. You learned it's so what you bad. needed to, and you just moved yeah, on. Yeah, I just move on really quick. And, which is fine for now, but as far as seeing, like, a marriage, I know it's, I definitely want a marriage. I definitely want a happy marriage. It's, right now, it's just hard to actually picture it happening, for me, at least. Yeah. So as far as marriage, seeing myself, it, it scares me still. But you want that. I do want that. And Henry's nodding his head. He wants that too. Yes, I also. Well, I can see myself and that's something that I want. And uh, I'm not going to let my, I don't want to let my experiences deter me from that. Which is great. I definitely want to get married. That's something that I don't think I've been ready for up until this point in my life. Now that's something I'm considering. I date a little bit more seriously now and look at that opportunity of dating someone towards marriage. Not that I haven't in the past, but I think now it's something that seems a little bit more real and realistic. I also think I look towards my future family and just what I want my life to be like. And so that's a large part of why I observe people when I'm dating them and see how they do things and expose them to different situations because I don't want my kids to have to go through similar experiences that I did. Right. I want to be a good example mm -hmm. of what a marriage can be like. And I had other examples in my life of good marriages. I'm sure both of you had yeah. mm -hmm. um, examples as well, but that's something that I really strive to have is a good, healthy marriage. And I don't think people are failures for not having that. It's a learning experience, but that's something that I really want to try to have. And so we're, we're going to have our, our audio tech specialist. Brayden. Brayden. <laughs> he actually is going to chime in. Yes. And share a little bit about his experience growing up with his family. His mom and dad are not divorced. Um, but we'll let him talk about that. Yeah, so my parents aren't divorced, um, but my dad, his, his parents um, were divorced when he was around 19. Um, and yeah, I just, coming from that perspective, from, from having grown up with parents who have definitely been different, they're polar opposites, um, but I think that the fact that my dad grew up with that um, in his home, that was a driving force for him to not 
want that or not have that in his own home once he grew up and got married. Um, and so that's something that I really admire and respect about him and, and my mom is that, you know, because they didn't want what, what my dad had in his childhood, they, they used that as a driving force to create a good home for me and my, my siblings so that we could, um, so that we could have, have that family in our lives and, and have a constant place to, to come home to. And I just love that Braden kind of shared that to Bree and I one day, just to tell us, um, to kind of encourage really, that we can create that for our future family because Braden's kind of a spokesperson for it from his family and, and I really appreciate that. For me, um, my three older brothers, um, granted they, they were pretty much moved out at the time of the divorce so it didn't affect them as much. I'm not gonna say it didn't affect them, they would, they would be upset with me if I said that. But, <laughs> but it's different. It is, it's a very different um, experience for them as it was for me and my younger brother who had to be at home for several years um, you know dealing with our parents dating other people oh, getting married that's so weird. all that fun stuff <laughs> I could talk for a long time about that. Um, you got any good stories <laughs> um, I shouldn't um, but like my three older brothers they they are all happily married. I can see that their marriages are great. Um, and that's, that's nice for me to be able to see that, you know, they were able to do that. And, and so I, it, that definitely helps me in, in seeing myself in a, a, a future family and, and being married. So for you guys, what do you think is the biggest thing that you've taken away from your parents' marriage? Because every single person in the entire world is affected by their parents' marriage. Or lack thereof. Yeah. Because yeah. mm -hmm. yeah. some people are single. Exactly. Yeah. And you're still affected by their parents', parents mm -hmm. relationship. So what do you feel like your biggest takeaway from your, from your parents' relationship is? Uh-huh. Um, I think for me, part of what I said earlier is... I've learned that, you know, you can, people are gonna make mistakes and you can be affected um, even if you didn't do anything wrong. Um, and also, just with the marriage, I'm not an expert at all in relationships, but um, one thing that I learned from this and also just from what I've observed from other people is it's really important that in a future spouse, um, you, you should get along really well. You should be good friends. That was one thing that my dad actually said after the divorce when he was trying to explain himself um, was that they weren't very good friends. And I can see that now that they both came from very different walks of life. Um, and the only reason why they stayed together as long as they did was because of us boys. Um, that they wanted to, to raise us in a normal house didn't work out, but um, it's really important that you you have things that you enjoy together, that you're good friends if, if you really want it to last. Now, I know that doesn't always, that's not always the case. Um, sometimes, like, some people are opposites, um, but I think to, to ensure that 
it's really important that you you are similar and that you are good friends. Or at least have similar goals. Mm-hmm. One of those being that you're that you are both committed to the other person's well-being. I think a lot of divorces happen because one person starts to be a little more selfish. They aren't thinking about the others, pride. the other person's feelings. Yeah, definitely pride. We actually, I actually did a poll on my Instagram yesterday, and I asked, "Would you ever consider divorce?" To my followers, eighty-two of the percent said no, sixteen percent said yes, and I asked a few. Um, I asked a few of them just to kind of give me their thoughts on why they said what they said. So we asked Connor Grisby what his thoughts on, because he has divorced parents as well. And he said, um, I think in some cases, very, very rare cases, it is the best option. Mm -hmm. For me, I don't even let myself see it as an option. I know I would have never put my spouse in a situation where her best option would be to divorce me. I thought that was super important going along with what you say is when you're going into a marriage, you can't be selfish. There's certain things, obviously you can't let someone walk all over you, but you, you have to get rid of pride. Mm -hmm. um, another is my friend, um, Megan, and she said, divorce is always an option. I'm a huge advocate for marriage in many situations, but obviously some situations it shouldn't be. Um, and speaking with, with Megan, um, she has been in toxic relationships where the best option for her was to get away from that. And I, am, you, I respect that decision full-heartedly. And I think that's something for my parents. I am super happy they got divorced. Yes. <laughs> and because it was a toxic relationship for both of them. And I know that they, I know they love us kids. And I think that's the most important thing is I've never once felt like they didn't love us or support us. And I think, I think all of us are, are the purpose of life, right? Most religions teach this, most philosophers will teach us. The highest good is happiness. And for some people, they get into marriage thinking that's what's going to make them happy and it doesn't. Because only you really can make yourself happy. Yeah. You can't put that on somebody else. Yeah. that's it. I think that is a lot of time, that expectation is what breaks a marriage, honestly, from, from my observation, mm -hmm. is when somebody is going in depending on that person to make them happy. And like we've talked about, every person is going to fall short. Mm -hmm. And so when your spouse does something that bugs you or irritates you or makes you upset... Well, I guess you choose to be upset, but whatever. You're going you're gonna to feel unhappy. You're going to feel disappointed. And so I, I think before you get married, you need to have that within yourself, knowing that you make yourself happy and that that person is coming in to kind of join to bring a greater happiness. Mm -hmm. um, kind of with what Bree said and asking people if they, if they would get a divorce, I used to think, that there were only a few reasons that ever justified divorce. I don't really feel that same way now. Obviously, I wouldn't ad advocate be an advocate for divorce and be like, yeah, do it, it's the best thing in the world. Like, no, but I think in some circumstances, it's the right thing. 
and I think for my parents it was the right thing. And I think there have been some other people that I've seen that are in unhappy marriages, and whether that's their own choices or kind of how we talked about, they have different goals, they want different things at the end of the day. I think that's just not a functioning relationship. It doesn't matter how small, how big. I think at the end of the day, every, every person deserves to be happy and to have that. And if they know that that relationship isn't going to be that, why make them stay there? You know, And, I, and you guys can have a totally different opinion. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Somebody was just thought that that was going to be awful. Why would they choose to spend 20 years that they have on this earth being with that person? You know, choose to choose your happiness. And if that is not what you want or what you expected, you know, work on it. And if you know at the end of the day it's not going to work, I think that's okay. It's a learning experience. You're not perfect. You're going to make mistakes. I think. Um, depending on the severity of the conflict in the marriage, um, you definitely shouldn't just throw in the towel if you feel like things aren't necessarily clicking. Um, I think that you should try to reevaluate, especially if you have kids. Um, yeah. and, and like I said, it just depends on the situation. But I do think that we need to be careful to, um, to not just throw in the towel. I think if like if something is broken, you first should try to fix it. Um, but if it doesn't work out, then then it's, then that's okay. And it is hard and it takes time, but that is something that with time anyone can accept and, and be able to move on. Especially with kids. Mm-hmm. Especially with kids. Bree and I kind of talked about this the other night. We were having a little heart-to-heart and she said, I we both are afraid of marrying someone and having them change, be a completely different person than mm-hmm. who they were when I, you were dating them. That's a legit fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's just cross the board for anybody. But I think you have to be careful not to judge because I, I have some friends who got married in pretty quick out of high school. They're in some really bad relationships. And I mean, good for them so that some of them didn't have kids because that'd be even harder to get out of that relationship, but they knew that was not a good relationship and that was toxic or abusive and chose to chose to leave that. And I was all for that. I support them. Mm-hmm. I would never wish that on anyone. So. Yeah, and that's why that's why it's important to, to take time before you make a decision to be married. Yeah. I think it's it's perfectly okay to take your sweet time. I don't think anyone should ever be rushed in making that decision. Um, and mostly just because you need to take the time to get to know that person. Um, and obviously, um, it's really important as well that, that you both are transparent. You're very open with each other. Um, if you're wanting to have something that, that lasts. As the spokespeople for all children of divorced parents, we... (laughs) We are not the experts on marriage. None of us are married yet, so mm-hmm. obviously we can't judge. But I think we definitely have learned a lot by watching how a divorce affects a home because it definitely affects the children. Um, I definitely remember lots of sleepless nights and 
and wondering what even is a family when I was little. And even to this day, sometimes I think that. And it's okay to think that. And I think advice that I would give to anyone that is going through divorce right now, as the parents, make sure your kids know that it's not their fault. Make sure they understand what is going on and try to keep them out of it as much as possible. Don't use them as a mediator. Yeah, gosh, no. Which I think they always do. Because your parents are your friends, right? And mm -hmm. they see you as... In that situation, they're leaning on the people because they're going through the hardest thing I think they've ever had to go through, right? Yeah. And they're leaning on the people that they love the most. Um, and I think too often that relationship gets skewed a little bit. Yeah. And so, and, but advice to anyone that is going through the divorce of your parents from me would be that it's okay to be upset at your parents and it's okay to to not feel okay for a while. It's gonna take time to, to figure out life after that. And it's okay to be nervous for Christmas. It's okay to be nervous for the day you get married and what are you gonna do? But it's okay to have feelings during that time. Do you guys have advice? Um, what I would want to mention to someone who is struggling or, or going through their parents getting divorced, I would say, um, and we talked about this a lot, but um, recognizing that they're not perfect and that they are human and um, they can make mistakes. Um, and if that's hard to accept at first, that's fine. Um, the thing I would add to that then is, is to just give it time. I mean, the phrase, time heals all wounds, is definitely true. If you just give it some time, um, you'll be able to, to work through it. You'll be able to see um, the, um, the things that you can learn from it and try to apply that in your later life. And, and you, you come out of it more experienced, which, which is a big reason why we're here. I just wanted to tell a funny dating story about me and my mom dating at the same time. And I couldn't get to do that in this podcast. <laughs> so here's to end on a lighthearted note. Let's talk about the fact that when I was 18, my mom and dad were dating at the same time. And then I have to worry about seeing them on dating apps. Okay. Whoever oh. wants to do that. No one. Why? <laughs> my dad's going to be mad that I said that. <laughs> you won't know. <laughs> but seriously, I remember at one point I was dating and I had a serious boyfriend. And my mom was dating. And it was just a fun time. Not just kidding. It was mom. It was a good time. But we would come home and kind of talk about what was going on. Not in depth, but just compare different things. And that was real interesting. Never thought during my childhood that I would be talking to my mom and she'd be dating at the same time I was or my dad for that matter and so it's just it's just kind of a weird world you live in it swaps around sometimes my biggest takeaway is just you gotta laugh about some things and you gotta just find the humor I mean because divorce is a heavy thing and it's a hard thing and so sometimes instead of crying, you just got to laugh about it. 
make a joke about it so that it doesn't frustrate you. Um, and that's, that's what I've done and how I try to view things now is just look at the positive. I think both my parents are happy. I want them to be happy. And they have some pretty good looking kids. That's all I have to say. <laughs> And I think we're pretty awesome. Go Brianna and Cree. Just kidding. Another part of divorce is also perspective. And I have a different perspective of my parents' divorce than my brother and sister do. They were younger than I was. So I don't know what they took in, kind of how you had talked about. You were eight, right? Ten. Ten. And, and just you don't remember specifics, whereas I maybe remember a little bit more detail than you would. I don't know if my brother remember as much. Brianne, my sister, definitely would have a different view of things and events that happened. So would Cree. And so that's just, just a reminder that that's only my perspective. That's not reality of how it was, you know. Mm-hmm. If you want to add to that, you can. Yeah, no, it's it's the same for sure. I mean, my the brother just older than me, he was going into a senior year and about to leave home. So he was a little disappointed, but also at the same time, he was moving on with his life. And my younger brother, he was young enough um, that it was it was just sad for him. And then for me, I, you know, I was frustrated, but I was also kind of a similar mindset of, you know, my older brother was like, okay, well, like the, this has been their issue, their choice. So I'm just gonna worry about me now and just move on in life, but it definitely, my younger brother definitely affected him much more. And that was, that was for me, this, it wasn't necessarily sad for me that my parents got divorced. It was sad to watch my brother um, go through that when he was, I mean, he was just like 11. Right. About, so. It's hard. Divorce is hard. Yeah. And honestly, props to all the kids that have to go through it. I think too often we kind of overlook how hard it is and that we that's something hard that we've done so props to us for for getting there Henry thank you so much for being so open and coming and sharing your story with us thank you so much for listening and tune in next week as always thanks to Brayden our audio specialist, and thank you for listening. It means a lot to have your support. Follow us on Instagram at a little help for my friends. And if you have any comments or would like to get in touch with Bree and I, email us at a little help from Bree and Tiana at gmail.com. Yeah, and make sure to share this podcast with someone who needs a little help from a friend. Tune in for our next episode, and we hope you have a great week. <laughs>